0: Welcome to episode 13 of the Walk & Talk podcast. I'm Greg Johnson, and today is Friday, May 8th, 2020. The topic for this episode is printers. And this is a common question that I get, probably second to the question about what computer should I buy, is what printer should I buy? And as with many things There are typically not any sort of universal answers that apply to everybody, but I can give you some general suggestions. And because you know model numbers are changing from one year to the next, and I want this podcast to be relevant in the future, I'll just give you general guidelines. So, there are some forks in the road uh, as you're making this decision process on what printer to get. The first would be with regard to whether or not to get a laser printer or an inkjet printer. And you'll see that those printers are usually grouped in the store, whether it's Best Buy or Staples or whatever, or even online. Um, But those printers are usually grouped together. So you'll see some laser printers that can print black and white uh, or color. And then in a separate section would be inkjet printers. And the reason for that is because the applications for those printers are fairly distinct. Um, People that are wanting to print photos on photo paper at home will not be interested in a laser printer because laser printers heat up and they would melt the photo paper. They do an okay job with printing color, but not as good as an inkjet printer with photo paper someone wanting economical black and white printing just for documents and who doesn't care even, uh, let's say, you're printing something from the Internet, from the web, or an email, or what have you, and you don't really care about the colors being represented in what you're printing out, well then, for that application, an inexpensive laser printer probably would be okay. It would be economical the cost per page to print would be fairly low. And there, with printers, there are often a certain model line, a series that the numbers might change slightly from one year to the next, but the basic concept is the same. So the manufacturer, Brother, has this laser printer that's black and white. They usually are sold for about $80. For the base model, and then perhaps a hundred dollars or 120 or something for a slightly upgraded model. The upgraded models would typically offer network capabilities, so you could have that printer on Wi Fi or Ethernet connected to your router, and that's convenient. I would say it's worth, you know, getting the model that gives you network capabilities. But if you don't care and you know you're going to be plugging it into a desktop computer or laptop computer, you could just go ahead and get the non-internet network version and you would use a USB cable to plug it in. But that's one printer I've often recommended and as people have reported back to me on how that printer has performed, They've been happy about it. So I continue recommending it for situations where it seems like a good choice and have seen that perform well in offices and for home users. There's another decision to make, and that is if you are printing photos, what level of quality do you want? Because you could probably get fairly good quality printing of photos using a laser printer. If you're not... Entering it into a competition, and it does not need to be, you know, archival quality or whatever. But you're just printing some pictures for a bulletin board or a scrapbook, um, and you don't care about that optimum photo quality. You could go with a color laser printer, and then for those rare times when you really, really need high quality printing, um, just go to a drugstore like Walgreens or some place that has printing services or you can even order those prints online. There are a few differences between laser printers and inkjet printers that might influence your decision, and those would be as follows. Laser printers heat up quite a bit, and that heating process requires quite a bit of electricity. So for the period of time that they're printing, they draw a lot of electricity. Inkjet printers use less electricity, and so you might be thinking, what does it matter? I'm just plugging it into the wall. Um, And for many people, the amount of electricity being used will be minimal and it won't matter. But let's say you have a mobile office in a sort of RV kind of setup. Well, um, the electricity that you're drawing would be considerable if you're powering it from a battery or something, right? So in those situations, um, or if you're using solar power and you want to conserve on energy usage, an inkjet printer might be more practical. You'll find that the cost of a printer when you purchase it is generally an indicator of what it's going to cost to keep it going long-term. So in other words, a more expensive, heavy-duty network printer designed for an office where maybe there'd be five people using that printer. That printer is going to use, or at least have available as an option, these higher capacity toner cartridges or inkjet cartridges. So the printing cost per page will be significantly lower, and what you'll find with these really cheap inkjet printers, the ones that are like $40 to purchase the printer, is that you'll be replacing ink cartridges more frequently, and those ink cartridges can cost, you know, $35 each. So if there are two in there, which typically the cheap printers have just two, there's one black and one tricolor, um, you're looking at $70 to replace the ink. Something I've noticed with these cheaper printers is that the ink cartridges can dry up and the print heads can get sort of clogged. You can perform a cleaning process on these cheap printers and sometimes that helps but uh, I've seen times where even the cleaning process won't bring a print head back from Uh, being dried up and so it would need to be replaced. If you're somebody that doesn't print a lot you might think oh well I'm just going to spend $40 on a cheap printer but the problem could be that you'll run into having the print heads get dried up on you. With the smaller ink cartridges in these cheaper printers what you're going to find is that their capacity is much lower. So even if you have a good experience with one of these printers and the printheads don't dry out on you and the cartridges last as they should, you might just get 100 or 200 pages out of an ink cartridge depending on your use and how much ink coverage there is for a page. So there would be that word of caution about going with a very cheap printer. And the cheap printers are also slow to print. So if you're going to be printing... Maybe infrequently, but when you do print, you want to print 50 or 100 pages, that process is going to go slowly. Another thing you'll find with the cheap printers is that they don't offer duplex printing, at least not in an automated way. You'd have to turn the pages over and print on the back side. So that process uh, is inconvenient. And if you're printing on one side only, then your cost for paper is going up and your impact on the environment would be as well. So the cheap printers end up being expensive. That's that's the rule. And what you'd really want to get then is one of these office printers that maybe instead of being $50 or $150, it might be $200 or $300. For many people, inkjet printers should be adequate Um, and so if you're looking at inkjet printers one of the printers that I recommend frequently is the HP OfficeJet series of printer and if you get the nicer model you'll want to look for that and see if you can find one that has a legal size scanning bed so most printers that have scanners included can scan different sizes of paper and maybe legal size paper, but they do that through a feeder. And so that scanning process is not as convenient and doesn't work, of course, for a book or, uh, you know, a flimsy receipt or newspaper clipping or something that doesn't feed through the feeder. Um, And that brings us to the topic of scanning. So, If you are somebody who will frequently be scanning, depending on what you're scanning, if it's books or receipts or just regular documents, you'll want to pick a printer that has the capacity and capability to do the scanning that you want to do. HP has and probably will continue to have something that's called an oversized printer. It can print to sheets of paper that are 11 by 17 and it can scan ledger size pages so a magazine um, you could put a magazine down on the glass scanner bed and get two pages scanned at once so it's faster it works better for larger documents and books and if you're doing any kind of scanning or oversized printing you would want to look for that oversized printer From HP. But otherwise, if you don't anticipate printing to large pages and don't anticipate having a need to scan any large documents, then just going with a regular OfficeJet printer should work fine. I found that the HP OfficeJet series of printers work well with Apple devices, Um, so you can just go to your iPhone or iPad and press print and you don't have to install any software it just works so that's kind of cool and there's some software for the iPhone and iPad that you can use to access some of the other features of the printer. I don't want to overlook the other printer models that are out there brother I mentioned the inexpensive laser printer that they offer but also there's Canon and epson and you'll find that some of these companies now are offering high capacity ink tanks they might be called eco tank printers something like that and instead of buying ink cartridges for 35 dollars a piece or something and installing those your ink cartridges would actually be separate components so the print head would be inside the printer And then the device that holds the ink would be in another area of the printer that you would pour liquid ink into. So the cost for that ink is much lower. You're not buying a print head and print cartridge every time. You're just buying a bottle of ink and pouring it in. Some of these printers with high capacity come with two years of ink. So that's how efficient these are. And... The ink isn't going to be drying out because it's, you know, in these liquid uh, containers um, and holding tanks that are sealed. And you can see the ink level so you know what your uh, situation is there if you need to buy more ink. So that's a really good option for people that are going to be doing a lot of printing, would like to have an inkjet experience, and want to keep their costs down, get one of these. Uh, eco tank kind of printers and there are a couple of companies that offer those and you can just research that on the topic of ink and running out of ink i want to mention that hp has a program called instant ink the principle the concept is a good one in general it is that just like other with the internet of things Other devices that you have communicate back to the manufacturer about usage and, you know, basic information. So, um, that's nothing new. And HP printers also communicate back to HP about their usage. And this is done by having your devices on Wi-Fi or plugged into an internet, ethernet connection. And so... What HP has is this program where when your printer is running low on ink, it will automatically notify HP and they will automatically send you ink so that it arrives before your ink runs out. Great idea, right? So that's much easier than not being able to pay attention to that ink level and running out just when you need to print that big project on a Saturday night or Sunday or whatever and and you don't want to run to the store. Um, here's the problem. Once you activate the instant ink program for your printer, once you activate that feature and service, you're locked into using a special proprietary instant ink cartridge. And if you run out of ink and then think, oh, I'm just going to go to the store and get more, and you spend a hundred and some dollars on all these different ink cartridges and put them in, you're going to be in for a rude awakening because you're going to go to print and you'll be told that, we're sorry, that ink isn't compatible. And you're thinking, well, wait a minute, I bought HP brand ink and I spent a bunch of money and it's not compatible. I need to get this printing done. And there's nothing you can do. HP is controlling your printer remotely, locking it so you can't use it unless you're using this instant ink. Um, That's the part of their plan that I think isn't very convenient so if somebody's doing a lot more printing than they usually would and they run out fairly quickly run out of ink then the instant ink automatic order is not going to get there in time and they're going to be stuck and getting out of this contract or this deal where you're paying them money isn't super easy Um, there are quite a few steps you have to go through so you can't just like, you know, push a button on the printer and now you're able to use regular ink again. And it's just the source of some confusion and frustration for some people. Also, their pricing model was borrowed from a pricing model that was used like 20 years ago with cell phone companies. When you used to, you remember, you you determine how many minutes that you thought you might be talking in a month right? And I don't know, maybe you'd go to a fortune teller to get an accurate determination of what that's going to be. Who knows how many minutes they're going to talk in a month, but that's what it used to be. You'd have to tell your cell phone company, oh, I guess I'll go with, you know, 500 minutes. If you went over the number of minutes, you'd be charged premium rates for those extra minutes for using the same infrastructure and network that you'd been using. Like it's just a price gouging scheme. Well, that's sort of what hp is doing they're making people you know decide ahead of time how many pages do you think you're going to be printing in a month so if you go over that limit that can be a problem and you'll pay a higher rate for each page you print um so it's just really not good and you know by comparison we all know that um cell phone, you know, service providers now just have unlimited plans and you sign up. And of course you couldn't do that with printer ink, but you know, the idea is that you pay as you would go. If you exceed, let's say the data plan, then you would just pay additional incremental uh, rates for that. Google with um, Google Fi, that's their global mobile phone network. You may not have heard of that, but Google Fi has a similar pricing plan where Um, They just say, you know, you pay for what you use, and you pay along the way. So the flat rate is $20 a month per phone, and then if you use a gigabyte of data, that's another $10. So if you use, you know, 6 gigabytes of data, that's $60. But from month to month, you're paying for what you're using. Well, it would be nice if HP offered that, but they don't, and they lock customers into this difficult situation. And so I had proposed to the company, I've been dealing with this issue for um, years, actually, trying to get them to change their policy and their pricing plan. And what I proposed was, I said, look, just, you know, offer the same service. If somebody's getting low on ink, you'll automatically ship them the ink. And if they want, they can go to a regular store and buy ink. They're not locked into this system. And HP refuses to, to switch to that model. So Brother came out, and they said they're going to do that. They're just going to say, look, you use whatever ink you want to use, but if you'd like to be on this automatic instant order program, we will send you ink prior to you running out of ink, and if it doesn't get there in time, you can use any ink you want. That's the way to do it. Can be done, has been done, is being done by Brother. Why doesn't HP do that? Oh, well, I'm not going to go off on that rant any longer, but beware when you get an HP printer, the people at the store are going to try to get you to sign up for this Instant Ink. And when you're setting up the printer, it's not quite clear with these setup messages. There's going to be a page there where it says, do you want to try out Instant Ink? It's free for the first 30 days or something. And then you get locked into it. So just be aware of that. But otherwise, I've had good luck with HP printers. I've used the OfficeJet printers for many years. I always, every three or four years, if one needs replacing, I just go out and get essentially the same model line of printer, and that's worked out well. This last time, I went with a high-capacity, larger-format printer from HP, and I I really like that. Um, But So that's basically the rundown on printers. With laser printers, with color laser printers, I've helped some people get set up with those. They're nice. They're fast. Uh, The color is really pretty good. They tend to be a little bit large and bulky because you need to have the different color toner cartridges in there. Um, But if you go with my recommendation of sort of an office-style inkjet printer, that's also going to be kind of large on your desk. Paper handling is one of the aspects of the printer that you'll want to be considering. So if you are somebody who does a lot of printing, you may want to have a secondary print tray um, that has a higher capacity for pages. And that way you can put a whole stack of paper in there and continue printing without having to put in sheets of paper frequently. Every time you put in some paper in a printer, it's an opportunity for something to get jammed, you know, um, if the pages aren't straight or lined up properly. And some of these printers only hold like, 50 or 100 pages and so if you're somebody that prints a lot that may not be convenient the other advantage of having a secondary paper tray is if you want to have um, a nicer grade of paper or photo paper in one tray and then regular paper in another you can do that as you're looking at the inkjet printers uh, another sort of fork in the road that you'll notice is that there are some inkjet printers that are really specifically designed for printing photos and they can do regular printing as well but they're primarily designed for printing photos and then there are some other inkjet printers that can print photos but they're primarily designed for just fast um, regular color printing and let me describe then the difference between those the inkjet printers that are designed for photo printing might have a special photo paper tray for four by six sheets of photo paper. And you can fill that tray, usually with just maybe a dozen sheets of photo paper, but uh, that can be convenient. So if you're switching back and forth between printing on regular letter size paper and then printing some photos, you don't have to fiddle around with paper trays. Everything's set up for you. And the photo printing inkjet printers Also, will often have an extra ink cartridge, an extra color. So there will be um, the typical uh, cyan, I'll just say, you know, blue, yellow, and red, right, and black. Um, You'll have those plus another that might be photo black or even a special skin tone uh, cartridge. So there may be five or six ink cartridges in there that can produce more accurate, uh, representations more accurate output and a better quality image so you'll see that with Canon printers that are designed for printing photos and Epson printers and that's something to consider if you're really wanting to do a lot of printing of photos at home know that if you're printing photos at home you may occasionally run into a problem where you have streaks lines um, or, discoloration, or Certain imperfections and inaccuracies in how photos are being printed out. You'll need to clean the print cartridges to correct that, but sometimes it doesn't work out very well. And it's expensive. You'll be using you know, more expensive ink cartridges, and they tend to not have a super high capacity unless you get maybe a, a super expensive one. So there are these potential drawbacks. If you're imagining, oh, I'm just going to be at home printing all kinds of pictures... You might find it easier to just put those images on a USB flash drive and take it to your local Walgreens or whatever convenient place there is to print photos or just have them ordered online. The cost isn't that much more to order prints online and you will get a better quality either online or at the local drugstore than you could on your printer Inkjet printers that are designed for printing primarily documents, but they can also print photos, those printers will likely not have a special tray for photo paper, but you can put photo paper in there. If it's a two-tray printer, then you can have photo paper in one and regular paper in another. But those printers are designed for speed, for efficiency, for low cost, and for the convenience of duplex printing so they make a good option for people that are primarily printing documents and occasionally printing photos and um those are basically you know your choices and and that's the information i generally would give to somebody who's looking at buying a printer well we've reached the end of another episode i appreciate you taking time to listen Thanks for all of the subscribers, and thanks to everyone who shares the podcast with others. I really appreciate that, and I look forward to sharing more with you again soon. Take care.